Before we get going, I want to remind you that this is only a revision guide. You can use this to help you revise, but don't rely on it as the only way. There's loads of ways that you can use the information here to revise each topic, and making notes is one way, but there's loads of others. Make mind maps using colour, words and pictures. Make tables. I know you don't like them, but they're good to show causes and consequences, failures and successes. Make timelines with dates, words and pictures for each topic or for an entire paper. Write quizzes or make notes on flashcards for yourself or to get other people to test you. Whichever combination works for you is the right one. Everyone's different, but make sure that you've got a range of ways to learn the information. Now let's get on with this. The Rise of Hitler The rise of Hitler and the Nazi Party can be split into two main periods. 1919 to 1929 and 1929 to 1934. Adolf Hitler left the German army in January 1919. He'd spent the last weeks of the war in hospital, recovering from gas blindness. He believed that the army had not been defeated, but had been stabbed in the back by the politicians who had signed the armistice, who he referred to as the November criminals, because they signed the armistice on the 11th of November. When the war ended... Hitler got a job working as a spy for the German army. He was sent to a meeting of the German Workers' Party in September 1919, which was led by Anton Drexler, who was very anti-Semitic. Hitler joined the party and became its leader two years later in 1921. Hitler wanted to attract as many people as possible to the party, so he changed the name to the National Socialist German Workers' Party, He hoped that the word national would attract nationalists who wanted to rebuild Germany after the First World War and the word socialist would attract socialists who wanted to improve the lives of working people in Germany. The National Socialists, or Nazis as they began to be called, were often violent. They would attack their opponents at meetings and this put many people off supporting them. Hitler's private army The Stormtroopers, or SA, or Brown Shirts, were led by a particularly unpleasant and violent ex-soldier called Ernst Rohan. Their job was to go round and beat up anyone who opposed the Nazis. In 1922 and 1923, Germany was hit by hyperinflation. The confusion this caused led Adolf Hitler to believe that he could take power in Munich in November 1923, in an event known as the Beer Hall or Munich Putsch, because the government was more worried about the situation in the Ruhr. The attempt failed. Hitler believed that the government of Germany was so unpopular that many Germans would support him. He had even been planning a march on Berlin after his success in Munich. In the end, though, he was arrested and tried for high treason. He was found guilty and sentenced to five years in prison. While he was there, he wrote Mein Kampf, which translates as My Struggle, which was a cross between his autobiography and a list of his political ideas. In the years after 1923, Stressman took control of the Weimar Republic 
and it seemed that Germany had recovered from the humiliation of Versailles and had been accepted by the other countries of Europe once again. In the meantime, Hitler had realised that he would have to change his tactics if he were to have any chance of gaining power in Germany. He only spent a few months in prison in the end, and so once released, he decided that he must try to gain power by legal means. When he was released from prison, he set up a proper political party with a national organisation. Before, the Nazis had only been well known in Bavaria. Hitler knew that he needed to win as many votes as possible if he was to gain a majority in the Reichstag, that's the German parliament. He set up sections within the party for teachers, women and children, appointed Joseph Goebbels as head of propaganda, whose job was to put the Nazi message across as clearly as possible. On the 3rd of October 1929, Gustav Stressemann died, and a few days later, on the 24th of October in Wall Street, the American Stock Exchange, the stock exchange crashed. This led to the depression of the 1930s, which affected Germany more than any other country due to the loans that Germany had been given under the Doors Plan by America. By 1932, six million Germans were out of work, which was considerably more than in any other country. And so, from 1929, support for the Nazis rose steadily. For example, in 1928, they had 12 members of the Reichstag, Two years later, in 1930, 107 members. And two years after that, in July 1932, 230 members of the Reichstag were Nazis. The Nazi party was well organised and had the support of Alfred Hugenberg. He was a millionaire who owned 53 newspapers and had begun to support Hitler in the 1920s. All 53 of those newspapers backed Hitler. Hitler hired a private plane to fly around Germany, and he was the first politician to try to do this. When he landed, he had two Mercedes cars to carry him from place to place, and this meant that he could speak personally in many towns on the same day. Hitler told the German people that the problems of the Depression were not their fault. He blamed the Jews for Germany's problems. He used them as a scapegoat. Hitler said that he would be able to solve those problems and promise different things to different groups of people. To businessmen, he promised that he would control the trade unions and deal with the communists. To workers, he promised that he would provide jobs. Hitler said that he would do away with the Treaty of Versailles, which had treated Germany so incredibly poorly. Hitler was always backed up by large numbers of disciplined and uniformed followers, and this made it appear that he was a man who could take decisions and sort out the problems facing Germany. But as the situation in the country became more and more desperate, people were more and more ready to listen to the ideas of Hitler. On the 30th of January 1933, Hitler was appointed Chancellor by President Hindenburg. Because in January 1993, Hindenburg had been persuaded by Franz von Papen to appoint Hitler as Chancellor of Germany. Von Papen believed that he would be able to control Hitler and use the 196 Nazi MPs to create a majority in the Reichstag. But he was wrong. Hitler was simply far too charismatic and far too popular to be controlled. 
So when he was elected, Hitler was keen to organize a general election to try to win a majority in Parliament. On the 27th of February, just a week before the election, the Reichstag mysteriously caught fire and burnt down. A communist was arrested inside, and Hitler used this as an excuse to arrest many members of the Communist Party, who were his main opponents. The general election took place on the 5th of March 1933, and the Nazis won 288 seats. This was not a majority, but 52 nationalists supported them. And so, at the first meeting of the Reichstag on the 23rd of March, the 81 communists stayed away, and this meant that Hitler could do as he liked. The Reichstag immediately passed the Enabling Act, this made Hitler the dictator of Germany for four years. He immediately began to use this power to crush all opposition to him in Germany. All trade unions were abolished and all political parties banned except for the Nazis. In November 1933, at another general election, in which only Nazi candidates were allowed, 92% of the people ended up supporting the Nazis. Finally, on the 30th of June 1934, Hitler eliminated his opponents within the Nazi party itself in what became known as the Night of the Long Knives. 400 members of the SA, that's the brown shirts, and other people who Hitler did not trust were murdered. The main aim of this was to get rid of Ernst Rohm, the leader of the SA. Rohm had been demanding that he should be made the commander-in-chief of the German army and Hitler did not want to do this, as he knew that it would be very unpopular with the generals. Rome was also one of the leaders of the socialist wing of the Nazi party. He wanted a social revolution to give working people more influence in Germany. Hitler wanted to set up a right-wing dictatorship, and so was frightened that Rome would use the SA to get rid of him and seize power. Although Rome's claim that the SA had over 3 million supporters was an enormous exaggeration, there is little doubt that it had at least 500,000 members, and this presented a significant threat to Hitler. When President Hindenburg died in August 1934, Hitler was finally able to gain total power over Germany, and decided to combine the posts of Chancellor and President, giving him the title of Führer all members of the armed forces now had to swear an oath of loyalty to him, ensuring that Hitler was the one and only controller of Nazi Germany. <laughs>